Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, everybody. It is Jordan Halstead from Nerd Talk, and I am so excited to be here with you guys today. Christmas is one of my favorite days of the entire year, and I'm so, so excited. You know, we get fun presents. There's always food. There's family, and, and there's just this awesome atmosphere that typically comes with Christmas. But, you know, that's not the real reason why we should be celebrating. And so me and the guys, we got together and we started talking and planning this episode a few months ago. And as we started to formulate and and go in this direction, we said, you know, it's really not Christmas if we don't talk about Jesus Christ. A couple thousand years ago, there's this awesome story that happened and, and it's truth. It is truly amazing what God did for us. He sent his only son to come and be born of a virgin. And so I'm going to ask that my friends help me in telling the real story of Christmas, not what came from Santa or Buddy the Elf, no presents under the tree, no reindeer, nothing like that. There's no Frosty the Snowman. We're going to talk about Jesus Christ and his birth. Guys, if you would join me for Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 20. At that time, the Roman Emperor Augustus decreed that the census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. This was the first census taken when Quirinius was the governor of Syria. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for this census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem and Judea, David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took with him Mary, to whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth to the baby. She gave birth to her firstborn son, She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no lodging available for them. There were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in highest heaven and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened which the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph, and there was the baby lying in a manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished, but Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angels had told them. Merry Christmas, everybody, and welcome to Nerd Talk. We are so excited to celebrate this day with you guys. Today, I've got Micah, Will, and Chick with me. Guys, thanks so much for joining me on Christmas Day. Merry Chrysler! Happy Candle Nights! (laughs) I didn't realize we were going to have all these, like, commercials and episode stuff in there already. Wow. I hope we get paid for that. Um, <laughs> so I want to know guys tonight as we are, are, are celebrating Christmas and whatnot, 
Um, what are some of your guys' favorite Christmas traditions? Oh, that's me. Jordan's Smooth. Smooth. Jordan's got this new game with flashcards. To our listeners, because he's holding it up. I like it. <laughs> I'm going to make him regret doing these flashcards. Um, traditions in, in my family, um, really just to spend the day together. Nothing special, nothing out of the ordinary. Um, we just get together. We, you know, eat all day. We exchange gifts. Um, you know, maybe watch a movie. Um, a lot of times we would go to an actual theater and watch a movie, um, whatever was playing that year. So it could be anything. So um, my wife's family is from Illinois. And so uh, we would go to her grandmother's and actually right behind her grandmother's house is a movie theater, like one of those cheap tower theaters. And so we would go eat dinner at her grandma's house and then we would go to the movies. So nothing fancy, just a day to chill out and just hang out and be with family and just enjoy each other's company. There was a year uh, when we first moved to Eaton, Ohio, uh, we decided to pull a Christmas story move and we went to a movie and then went to Chinese. And so um, I was really hoping they were going to come out and do the whole a Christmas story. Fa, rah, 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 rah. Like I was hoping for that. Um, it didn't happen. Uh but I remember my dad, he had like this thing of like a plate of jello and he was like, look in it. And I was like, what? And then I put it right up against my face, like just like looking, trying to find what he was pointing at. And he slammed it up into my face and I had jello up my nose. And that was the year that Lemony Snicket's Series of Unfortunate Events and Fat Albert came out. And so we saw both of them uh, back to back. But there was enough time for us to grab uh, lunch or dinner or whatever it was. Um, so that it was, was an, that was another thing. That Jim Carrey doing. version, right? Yeah. I was going to say, Jordan, that that's another thing we've been doing in the last couple of years is, is just ordering Chinese food like at Christmas just because either we don't want to cook or it's the only thing open, that and Waffle House. But like <laughs> we seriously like this is something that we've like really enjoyed doing as well, just getting a bunch of Chinese food. Nobody has to cook and we just hang out and eat food. And just I love that you relax. mentioned Waffle House. Um, I actually worked for a guy who every year on Christmas morning, Pastor Dan would go in and him and his wife were like one of the first ones in line for Waffle House that morning for breakfast. Um, and they, it was just a tradition. I don't know why they do it, but they always, and then they give a big tip and whatnot. Um, and I think it's just a way for them to not have to do breakfast, but still get breakfast um, and, and do the full thing and just get to love on some people who have to work that day. Um, and I think that was always really, really cool. So, so for my favorite traditions, I, I mean, I've always wanted to do the Chinese thing, but I feel like, I, I mean, I guess my family's just different. Um, we just eat so much anyway, and I know I'd be hungry half hour later anyway after eating some Chinese <laughs> food. Uh, but um, I just, I, I mean, Jordan knows it's because we're both from Eaton, but China Walk is bomb, and oh. it is the best. I used to have this thing, and I still try to continue the tradition uh this is a separate tradition from christmas i do walk wednesdays but that was not the question <laughs> um, nice but my favorite tra uh nerdy tradition is ever since the force awakens came came out there's always a big like blockbuster movie coming out around then so that's like my nerdy tradition i try to see that before christmas but then also when i go home i get a viewing with my brothers because they they used to, when i moved of course they were like sad we mm, we want to do stuff with you uh but when we come back together uh it's like oh hey 
I'm going to go see what, just regardless of what you guys think. You guys want to go see Wonder Woman 84? I'm going to go see Spider-Man No Way Home. That's the big nerdy thing. Besides that, just regular traditions are are just pretty chill. Uh, me and Amanda are talking about starting a new tradition. Uh, we'll see who survives this. Uh, but we're going to do the Life Day special, the Star Wars Holiday special every year. I showed her a little bit of it. She is very intrigued. Uh, and I may have uh, signed my own death warrant there with that. Uh, but, I, uh, I was really every hoping... Year, Will, every year, you're going to have to watch that train wreck. It could be worse. It could be worse. I could have to watch Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 every year for Thanksgiving. I was really hoping you were going to say that we're starting this new tradition of kickboxing on Christmas Day and that the two of us are just going to go Absolutely, if, Absolutely. If it were open. <laughs> I just, honestly, I thought that's where you were going to go or street fighting just right in front of your house and be like, we're just going to... Anyone who is, anyone who's besmirching the name of Christmas, uh, I, I, I will give you Christmas justice. A swift roundhouse kick to the face, and Chuck Norris will be there, and uh, Kurt, sexy Kurt Russell Santa will be there. I don't know if I'm going to get rich for that, but... Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, but besides that, uh, I don't want to lead us into our next question, but some other traditions I have usually involve movies, so I'll, I'll let Chick take it from there. Yeah. Or, or uh, so, Mike, I'm with you. Every Christmas Eve, my family just gets a buttload of Chinese food and we gorge ourselves, um, and um, that's really awesome. But also, uh, my family, uh, we eat, um, we make for breakfast every Christmas morning, we have cinnamon rolls um, for breakfast, um, specifically Pillsbury cinnamon rolls. Um, and yeah, <laughs> and it's not, it's not because like, I mean, they're awesome. It's Pillsbury Doughboy Chris, Chris, uh, cinnamon rolls, but it's not like because um, we, we like those a, a bunch, but they're awesome. It's, and we start, we started it because, um, my family wasn't always well off, so we couldn't, you know, those were th those were what, what was affordable when, when I was really young. So that's just what stuck, you know what I'm saying? Um, and then personally, me personally, um, my own personal Christmas tradition that I started um, with myself when I was in um, when I was in college was I will on Christmas Eve night I'll wrap all my presents for my family to watching The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. So every Ooh. Christmas Eve, yeah, yeah, every Christmas Eve, I watch, I watch, um, Lion of Witch and a Wardrobe and wrap Christmas presents. So, I yeah, like those that. are my traditions. I will say not Lion Witch in the Wardrobe, but uh, my mom sometimes is a sl slacker. Uh, so when I do visit, I am the since I used to be a white rapper, um, I, I was the rapper that night to get the boys' stuff ready to go. And when I lived at home, because uh, mom's like, oh, I just haven't done it. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna be up anyway. I, I got your back. Yeah, <laughs> I uh I know that for me, growing up, uh, my mom's parents are divorced and they both remarried, and so some of her traditions kind of came into us. Um, that her side of the family, um, I forget if it's her mom or dad's side, whichever one, uh, we would do like their Christmas presents that night, and then dad's side of the family on Christmas Day, and then the other side of mom's uh for for that day, um, mom would always do some type of breakfast, whether it was. Uh, cinnamon rolls, maybe it was uh, maybe like a, a casserole or something like that. Um, I know that the older we got, the less it became about um, necessarily what we got for Christmas, but what we got to do for Christmas. My mom, uh, for, for our Santa gifts, uh, she kind of took charge with that. And so we would get one big uh, gift from Santa. And when we hit, I was, I think I was in high school. 
um, or late junior high, early high school, uh, Santa gifts became this scavenger hunt, or you had to do something oh. in order to do this. So there was one here that they took yarn, and the entire house was completely strung up from our doors. So we had a color to our door, so it was red and green, because it's just me and my brother. And so we had to untangle, uh, and they, they put certain rules like we had to roll it in a ball. Well, Mom rolled the red for me and uh, made it not, like, terribly easy, but a lot easier than what Dad did for Justin. We had a uh, chute that uh, was like a clothes hamper chute from upstairs to the laundry room downstairs. And he told Justin, you have to roll it all the way up, and then it actually started at the downstairs, and he had to go up the chute. And so he was really, really upset about that. Um, we still laugh about that to this day, but we always had a lot of fun with those kinds of things. And then when Katie and I got married, um, we st uh, we did Christmas Day uh, with her family, um, with Christmas at lunch with her grandmother, uh, her maternal side, and then um, her grandma and grandpa Randolph's side, her paternal parents, um, her paternal grandparents, we did dinner in, in that evening with them. Uh, but the night before on Christmas Eve, we've started to actually been we've been watching movies like Die Hard or Elf or A Christmas Story. We've started including that into it. Um, and we don't know what we're going to do now that we're out in Oklahoma. Um, we're still trying to figure a few pieces out since we don't have family all around. But that's kind of where our, our Christmas traditions are. Um, so I just I like to talk about tradition. I think that tradition is a great way to see kind of where we are, who we are. And, and a lot of our people don't really know all about us yet. Um, we've got new listeners all the time, and so uh, it's really cool for them to kind of get a glimpse at to who this team is um, and to some of the our team members that do different things for their traditions. Um, so my next question for you guys is, what is your favorite nerdy gift you ever received for Christmas? Whether that's a Lego set, um, a signed autograph, maybe it's art, maybe it was concert tickets, maybe, I mean, whatever kind of nerdy gift that you got, um, let's, let's talk about it. Uh, so my f favorite nerdy gifts, I'm going to narrow it down to two because that was the rule. Because if you, if you give me the podcast, it will be Nerd Talk with Jordan. And there will be a big, big stamp over it saying, Will talking about five different things he got for five hours. Enjoy the podcast. Uh, so <laughs> with that intro out of the way, I'm going to go with one that was a favorite. Uh, even Nintendo GameCube, the, the year that came out, I... Uh, Oh my goodness, I got Rogue Squadron, Super Smash Brothers, Melee, Pikmin, Animal Crossing. I This was a few years before my brothers came into existence, but I was a spoiled brat, and that that Christmas, and then I got money on top of that from family members and stuff, because they're like, oh, we don't know what they're going to do. He's in middle school. So I, I think I ended up getting Metroid or something later that, that winter, or a few other things. That that was just a bomb Christmas, uh, more or less. Uh the second one, I was a bit younger, and I was in Star Wars Fever. I was about seven, and I don't know if my mom got, like, a big Christmas bonus or she found these all on sale, but I got a bunch of the Star Wars vehicles. I got an AT-AT, an AT uh, a Snowspeeder to go with it so I could reenact the, the uh, tow cables and stuff. I got a Millennium Falcon, and seven-year-old Will played with those things till death. Uh, I mean, those things were awesome. I, I mean, it was all about the Kenner toys, and they were... I think it's what started and has my addiction going for the new current Star Wars toys. Uh, and I just remember loving dealing with that. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely yeah. love that. Yeah, I um, kind of to, to, to add to your GameCube, Will, I think, um, so I have two. Uh, 
so I grew up in a pastor's home and we didn't have a lot of money growing up. So, um, I'm one of four and my, um, parents didn't have a lot of money. And I remember one year for Christmas, like my brother and I really wanted a super Nintendo. And at that point, $200 is a lot of money. Right. So like, yeah. Um, my uncles, uh, my dad's brothers went out and bought my brother and I, a super Nintendo with super Mario all-stars and super Mario world all in the same like cartridge. And so that's, probably my all-time favorite Christmas gift. And um, to this day, I can beat Super Mario World with, like, my eyes closed. I know everything about it, and I know, like, it's just it's just like my go-to game. And I'll play that once or twice a year and just try to beat it all the way through. So, yeah, uh, on top of the GameCube, um, yeah, that's was my favorite um, Christmas present was the Super Nintendo Um when I was, I don't even know how old I was when that happened. Um, the other gift was when my wife and I started dating. She knew that I was a huge um, comic book fan, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Batman. And for our listeners who can't see this, I'm going to show the guys, but Ooh. Um, the first year that Alicia and I were dating, this is before we were engaged or married, um, she painted me original Batman symbol on a canvas. And oh. it hangs up in my office and... So she she made that for me That's in sweet. 2014. That's dope. And yeah, she made she she painted it herself from scratch. And yeah, so two things that are really really special to me. We're so gonna make sure that. that that image is actually on our Instagram. So if you want to see <laughs> the image that Micah has, uh, we'll make sure that that is on the Instagram page for today, um, showing our favorite Christmas gift. So make sure to go check out our Instagram page. Cheap plug there, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, Will, you made me kind of rethink my answer, I guess, man, because, um, so I'll, I'll go with a couple. Um, the uh, first one is uh, right when it first came out, when I was like in third or fourth grade, um, in the late 90s, uh, me and my brothers all got Game Boy Colors and like uh, Pokemon Gold or Silver. Um, I got Pokemon, yeah, I got Pokemon Silver, and that's my favorite Pokemon game of all time. And I played the crap out of that thing. I beat it like twenty times, even <laughs> over Soul Silver. Okay, well, this was in the nineties. Okay, dude. I'm gonna, I mean, I'm my gonna favorite... pause real quick. Yeah, my this, favorite. This completely explains why you are a Gen One and Gen Two only. Like this one hundred percent describes why he's like, I can't stand all the other new Pokemon. Like I don't really care. Like I just love Gen One and Gen Two. Like that makes perfect sense now. Okay, keep going. Yeah, yeah the reason. Silver is my favorite game ever is because I got it for Christmas that one year. I just I love it out of nostalgia, pretty much. Um, so there's that. And then my other one is, so I really haven't been collecting and reading comic books for very long. Um, it's really, I've only been collecting comic books for like five or six years. Um, so about, yeah, three Christmases ago, my little brother Jordan um, got me uh, my favorite comic book ever. He got me the, like, the 30th year anniversary of Dark Knight Returns by um, by Frank Miller. So um, that is my favorite comic book ever. It's my most prized comic book um, that, I, that I own. One, because it's my favorite, and two, because my brother got it for me. He knew it was my favorite comic book, so that's a, it was special. 
because of that. So yeah, Pokemon Silver and DKR, my favorite nerdy uh, Christmas presents. Man, I love that. Um, you know, for me, uh, some of my favorite gifts have always been art and, and comics and things like that. But two specifically come to mind when I start thinking about this. Uh, the first is back in it was oh boy late 90s early 2000s um we were in alliance ohio and i got a game boy color it was the see-through purple um now i was born in 95 and when i got my game boy color i did not know how to read and so i got this black case uh one of those like fanny pack bags that you you put all your your stuff in and i couldn't read that it said game boy and so i come out and i'm like Santa didn't get me anything, and I'm, like, bawling my eyes out, crying so bad because Santa forgot me, and then come to find out, Santa didn't forget me, Santa just left everything in the bag, <laughs> and so I had, like, Super Mario, I ended up getting, like, the Atlantis game, I got a bunch of, like, the Disney uh, games and things like that, I got a couple Mario stuff, um, it was a lot of fun, I loved playing on that, um, eventually I got into Pokemon, and it's kind of helped fuel uh, my love for Pokemon through that. Um, and so that's been really, really fun. The other one um, was actually an early Christmas gift. And I talk about this in the uh, in, in past podcasts and whatnot. Um, my first Christmas with Katie when we got married in 2016 was the year that San Diego or not San Diego, uh, Cincinnati Comic Expo had Stan Lee come in where Will and I got to go hang out <coughs> for the weekend. Um, and then Casey mm. and I went and I got uh, got our photo with uh, Stan Lee. And so that is also one of my favorite Christmas gifts that I was ever given. Um, I'm going to shamelessly plug this one. I know I said no more than two, but my child was born two days after Christmas. And so Oliver um, is definitely uh, my all time favorite, but he's not the nerdy gift yet. Um, he is just my favorite gift I've ever been given. Um, so two days after Christmas. So uh now we get to get into the more uh, media with it. And so I want to know with you guys, what are your favorite uh, Christmas episodes on TV? Whether that's in uh, like a comic book TV show, a sitcom, a drama, just your favorite, uh, your favorite Christmas episode. What show is it from? What season roughly? Just tell me what your favorite episode Christmas wise it is. Christmas episode of the uh the Justice League Cartoon Network series, uh, where like John Stewart and Hot Girl go to that um, like one planet where John Stewart teaches Hot Girl all the you know all the you know Earth Christmas traditions, and they go in that one bar and they get in a giant bar fight, and, <laughs> and the Hot Girl's all happy because that's what you know she does. She loves fighting. Um, or like the the one the one part where Flash and Ultra uh, Humanite. Um, like work together, even though Ultra Humanite's a bad guy, but he works together to make toys for like orphans and stuff. So yeah, gets me right in the feels. I definitely feel that. Yeah. So um, I have three. I know that three's our number, our magic number, right, Will? Yeah. The Will um, number. <laughs> <laughs> so Will, if your name was spelled with three L's, it would be the magic number. Indeed. Ooh. Ooh. No, um, I, I, I'm just going through my list. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you're good. So I have I have three. They're all sitcom related. So um, the first one I have, which I think is my top of the three that I've I've thought of and went through, was Big Bang Theory episode eleven from season two, where Leonard Nimoy 
Sheldon gets the Leonard Nimoy yes. napkin. And um, I just need a healthy he doesn't, omen. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know what to get Penny. And so he goes shopping at like a Bed Bath & Beyond or Bath & Body Works or something and gets a bunch of these like uh, baskets of like fruit or soap. I forget what it all, you know, what all's in the basket. But he gets like nine or ten of them. And he's like, it's too much I, or, or it's not enough, I know. So like, I just, that's one of my favorite episodes and I can watch that. And then... Um, Leonard hugs, or not Leonard, um, Sheldon hugs Penny, and <laughs> she looks at Leonard, and she's like, he's hugging me. It's just one of my favorite Big Bang Theory episodes. Um, another one I have is Boy Meets World, season one, episode 10, Ooh. and it's an, it's an episode where Sean's dad loses his job, he gets laid off, and so they don't know if they're going to be able to have the money for Christmas, and so Corey um, wants to make sure that his best friend has a good Christmas. And then Sean gets mad at him, but then he realizes that Corey is, you know, got his heart in the right place and just wants to help him. And then finally, Saved by the Bell, season three, episodes 24 and 25. Yeah, they're called Home for Christmas. Um, and it's where they're in the mall, they're working during Christmas break, and they're all doing the different jobs like gift wrapping and Candy Striper and taking pictures of Santa. Anyway, Zach and Screech find a homeless man in the bathroom at the mall. And Zach gives him some money, and then he falls in love with a girl that ends up being his daughter. They find out they're homeless. He passes out in the mall. And then Zach um, ultimately like ends up with the girl, and they, they, get the, they help the family get back on their feet. And it's just a feel-good episode, and it's during Christmas, and... I don't know. There's something really cool about 90s sitcoms, and they make you feel good, warm and fuzzy inside. So, those are my three. What about you, Will? I hope they were good picks, Jordan. Oh, they were great picks. I love them. <laughs> what about you, Will? Okay. No card for me? Okay, I see how it is. Will, your card. I know. I knew it was going to be me next. Uh, unless jokes. Jordan, all about I, unless Jordan was going to pull an audible here. Anyway, um, I was just going over some ones I had highlighted. Uh, and it is really hard to choose between uh, some community episodes because it's a great, absolute banger of a show. But I got to go with the Christmas episode when uh, Taryn Killam is the sadistic uh, Glee teacher. And he's trying to recruit all of them for a Christmas pageant. Uh it was a huge Glee fan, and then uh, seeing and they, the show had been mocking it religiously for the past three years. Uh, so seeing some of the Chris, original Christmas songs they were making, and even having Childish Gambino, uh, Donald Glover, making a rap about being a Jehovah's Witness in there was a lot of fun. And I, I mean, all of them are great, but I think that one sticks with me a lot. I mean, I, I don't want to go off the rails and pick like six or seven like I like I'm known to do, uh, but that one's a good one. Uh, I was, I've not gotten this far in the Smallville rewatch, but I remember really enjoying Lexmas. Um, it shows an alternate timeline because uh, Lex had gotten shot or some freak of the week got him, and he was in a coma imagining the world he could have if he actually started being a good person and being the person he's trying to pretend to be for Clark. Like him and Lana are together and having a baby. Clark and Chloe are doing their own thing. Like everything's going good for him. And then uh, he was like, he's being guided by his mother as it goes. It's kind of like a, it's a wonderful life thing, but showing like, Hey, Lex, this could be you. Like, cause the, the mother was like the only, his, his mother was the only bright light in his life as they establish earlier on in the show. And then he gets woken up, 
brought back to reality and he just becomes a bigger hard butt in there and uh just doubles down on being evil and uh, it's it's so heartbreaking because like you want Lex to be a good guy, you want him and Clark to be together, but we know inevitably they're gonna they're gonna split and go bad. But it, that one's heartbreaking. And another one, I won't say it's a favorite. This would have been an honorable mention, but the Arrow three Ghost episode from season two, the mid season finale, if I'm not mistaken, because they just did the Flash crossover, and this is what they wanted to leave us off with. But uh, Oliver is dealing with seen visions of the past uh, i believe isn't it shadow tommy and then eventually slade and then you find out at the end of the episode slade has returned but it was just a nice take on a christmas carol i mean there's so many lazily done versions of it on tv anymore like that wonderful life like even if you haven't seen those movies like you've picked it up by osmosis from all these like kind of cheap knockoffs but arrow like did use it as an opportunity to kind of deal with flashback stuff and to see how Oliver has grown and then left us with that big cliffhanger like Slate's the final ghost but also was he a ghost for you in that last in those last moments or was it just a weird coincidence I don't know those those are all I, I can't say I watch them all every year but I just know when those episodes came around during their time and their airing I'm like chef's kiss so good absolutely um I've got three as well. Uh, my first and foremost favorite comes from Big Bang Theory. Um, mine actually is different than Micah's. Mine is season six, episode 11, when they're playing Dungeons and Dragons. Um, and like this whole D&D playing with uh, trying to save Santa Claus. And then at the end, Sheldon like freezes everyone in their tracks and then ruins the game in Sheldon fashion. And I'm like, this is the saddest Christmas thing ever, but I love the fact that he killed Santa. Like, we always talk about, oh, hey, save Santa, save Santa, save Santa. And then he's just like, I punch him in his bowl full of jelly, and I just let the goblin def- or devour him. And, like, I'm like, oh, that was a that was a very dark turn. Um, when we typically see the good out of stuff, uh, it was really cool to kind of see a different take with that. Um, my second favorite comes from Full House. Uh, Full House, there was the very f- our very first Christmas show. This was season two, episode nine. Um, they get snowed in at the airport, and I loved how it just showed this community coming together. Um, right now, as we're, we're uh, just in this world where you don't know what's going to happen, it just helps me remember or remind me um, and help me remember that there was a time where people helped each other, and there are still days where we can't help each other. Um, and it gives me hope. Um, and I love I love watching this one. This is part of my my grouping of, of shows that I like to watch at Christmas time because um, I like to watch a lot of Christmas episodes um, just to get me kind of all excited for the season. Um, and so I love that. And then my last favorite, um, which is part of something that Katie and I sometimes do, we watch. Uh, we'll throw on on Christmas Day. We'll uh, when we're at the house, um, we'll have the Office episodes, uh, Office Christmas episodes. Um, and Dwight Christmas has to be one of my favorites when he comes in as the the bell schnickel um, and are you impish or admirable um, and I love that whole take um, I love whenever that Rain Wilson came in as Dwight and he would dress up maybe it was uh, like for uh, the Earth Day when he came in as the the RoboCop kind of like Terminator kind of thing Cyclops Cyclops that, yeah when he came in as Cyclops or then he came in as the bell schnickel um it just there was this different grouping and i just i love the way that they handled his character um it was always a lot of fun and so i just very very much enjoyed 
um, those episodes. And so that's kind of where I'm at with that one. Now, we've talked about our TV shows. What about our favorite Christmas movies? There are a ton. I mean, we've even got uh, Hallmark that gives us an entire month of movies. And there are some that we like, some that we don't. Tell us about it. Yeah, um, my wife's a big fan of Hallmark, and we have all three Hallmark channels in our home. Um, so there's not only Christmas There's movies. three of them? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a thing. So there's Hallmark, Hallmark's Movies and Mysteries, and then Hallmark Drama. So there are three different Hallmark channels. I'm sorry, um, Micah. Go ahead. I don't mind it. Like, oh. <laughs> it's, it's like, actually, like, side sidebar, like, one of like my dream jobs, and I've joked about this for years, is to write film scores for Hallmark movies because I think it would be so easy to do because <laughs> they all sound yeah. the same. Um, but anyway, um, not only do they do movies all of November and December, they do them in July. <laughs> and this year, I think they started them in October. So there's a ton. There's a ton. Like. And they've been doing like two on Friday, two on Saturday, two on Sunday. So you have six every weekend. And it's just like our DVR fills up really, really quick. And my wife's like, do you want to watch this one? I'm like, you watch it. Go ahead. So like there's just so many to watch. Anyway, um, as far as uh, Christmas movies, like I'm going to keep it pretty traditional. Uh, Home Alone 1 and 2, the originals. Those are my favorite Christmas movies. And... I just grew up watching those, and every year we watch them, regardless um, if we've seen them eight thousand times or not. We've we make time to watch those movies, and like I still laugh to this day. <laughs> and the fact, like, like, and and you know, it's a movie, and it's it's all about acting. Um, have you guys seen the movies that made us documentary series on Netflix? Mm-mm. I know so, it is, but I haven't seen so it. They they take like movies that you know, different movies and talk about how they, you know, they recruited the actors and recruited the story and how it wasn't, um, you know, it didn't have a chance. Anyway, one of those, it's, it's on Netflix. It's really good. They have a couple of seasons now and Home Alone actually is one of the movies in one of the seasons. And they talk about how they, the house actually wasn't the house that they filmed in, right? It's, it's just something that they makeshifted and, I think they actually did it at a high school and they makeshifted like a swimming pool and a, and a gymnasium, like do the flooding and stuff. And yeah, it's really, really cool. So if you guys haven't seen that, check that out. It's on Netflix. Um, but yeah, Home Alone 1, Home Alone 2, John Williams did those film scores. Um, and you can't beat uh, Joe Pesci. I love Joe Pesci. I just can't <laughs> get enough of Joe Pesci. Yes. And wow, what a hole. Yes, yes, yes. And my brother, one of my um, my nicknames for my younger brother, Justin, is Harry. We call each other Harry. That's just like a name, a nickname that we've... Because if you notice, there's a trend in a lot of movies in the 90s, like Armageddon, uh, Bruce Willis's character was named Harry. Um, uh, and Home Alone, uh, not Joe Pesci's character, but uh, was it Joe Pesci's character, Harry? Yeah, it was. Harry Harry, yeah, Harry. yeah, Marv is the tall one, yep. Yeah, yeah. So Harry, like a lot of different movies had Harry, like the name Harry. So like Harry Potter. Yeah, that too. Um, But in Home Alone 2, when it comes to the part where the bad guys are getting theirs, when he's chucking the bricks off the top of that, the apartment complex, 
and he hits the guy and he's like, Harry, Harry. <laughs> and then, like, I'm like, there is no way that you would survive getting hit in the head with a brick. Like, they would he definitely, definitely, yeah. Colton, but, yeah, Colin Culkin definitely murdered those guys. But we, but as kids, we're like, we're eating that. Right. Up. We're just thinking. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and then, like, there's just some of my favorite moments. And thinking about it in today's society, like, if you would leave your kid like that for like five days, you'd be like arrested for. <laughs> well, they're they're uh, they're uh, they're they're making a new one. They're making a fourth one. It's already it's already, it's already, yeah, it's already, out. It's already out. And and the guy that plays Buzz is a cop in the movie. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And. Yeah, so. I- I'll spoil one thing in it because I don't intend Whoa. to watch it, but I've heard some spoilers uh, for it. There, apparently, Kevin to mess with Buzz every year calls and says, "Oh, hey, a kid's been left alone." So that's that's all I'll say about it. Just, that's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Those those are my my go to Christmas movies. Of course, we watch all the Hallmark movies, and yeah, um, I can't think of any off the top of my head other than that. Like those are like something that we have to watch every year. Is the Home Alone movies? Yeah, I, I definitely feel that. Um, so my two favorite Christmas movies of all time, um, are Elf and the, specifically the Jim Carrey, uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Um, and, um, the reason, the reason for those, um, are like, just for me, those, those are the most, uh, in my life for have been the most like quotable Christmas movies, right? Cause you got the like, um. Oh, bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad from the narwhal, um, and like stuff like that. But then you got, um, I think I, th- and this might be controversial for movie buffs, but I think Jim Carrey's, you know, Grinch is the best Jim Carrey movie of all time. Um, at least it's my favorite Jim Carrey movie. I don't know if you're a big Jim Carrey fan, you're like, oh, Dumb and Dumber, or, or you know, um, Liar Liar, whatever. Um, it's the Grinch. I don't know. That's his most iconic movie, in my opinion. Um. But yeah, the reason Elf is up there for me is because um, when I was in junior high and high school growing up, um, my youth group had a Christmas party every year. And part of that Christmas party was watching Elf. We even one year for that Chris- for the youth group Christmas party did like the spaghetti with the Pop-Tarts and candy and thing and that stuff for our meal for the, for the Christmas party, uh, like stuff like that. Um, so just growing up, youth group um, having such a big influence with our Christmas parties and Elf. Um, that has a special place in my heart. Plus, it's just a really, really freaking good movie. Um, it's Will Ferrell not being like a complete idiot in a movie for once. It's a Will, it's a Will Ferrell movie before he even did any serious movies. So it's a Will Ferrell movie actually had some substance and feeling in it. You know. Um, then um, my honorable, honorable mention for favorite Christmas movie would be the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Um, and that's I mean, it's a really great Christmas movie, but also it's my mom's favorite Christmas movie. Um, so um, that has a my mom likes movies a lot, so uh, loving movies is something she passed down to me. Um, so that's one, that's one reason why it's one of my favorite Christmas movies. Plus, um, sassy elf Bernard, that dude's awesome. Anyways, I love Bernard. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, according to some ladies, Bernard gave a few girls their awakenings back. To I know, I know, right? <laughs> I mean, he he does go into numbers, I, and I swear, I thought I I always mix him when Oscar Isaac was getting on the scene. I'm like, oh, is that Bernard? <laughs> Kidding. Ugh. I mean, Home Alone was taken, but it's, it's yeah, so, it's classic. I don't want to re say it. I mean, Micah. Sorry, Will. It's cool. It's cool. This is what happens when I don't hog the podcast. My answers get taken. <laughs> Stupid flashcards. 
Yeah, stupid, stupid flashcards. Yeah, Rawr! those flashcards. Oh rabble, rabble. Um, We're going to roast the host of this podcast yeah. over these flashcards. Roasted, boom, roasted. Um, I got to go with another Chris Columbus-produced movie uh, that deals around Christmas, uh, and it's the classic Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. It's so good. Oh, right uh, it's yes. so ridiculous. I, I love it. I remember seeing it in theaters. Uh, my mom is a saint for taking me to see that because I've re- rewatched it. I mean, I, I know I'm saying I love it, but I know it's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. But Jake Lloyd, uh, that's that's the movie that gave us Jake Lloyd before Star Wars. <laughs> we should have known then. Uh, but also, a little right. fact, Jake Lloyd's be- be- bedroom has a certain Marvel superhero plastered on the a wall over there because Fox was kind of dealing with the Marvel shows. as a giant Captain America in his room. I'm like, Jake nice. Lloyd, my man, my man, right there. And then you got the Turbo Man and like the rip-off Power Rangers that he uh, that he fights. Oh, that movie's so... It's got... Oh, fighting the Santas. I mean, come on. The movie yeah. is a classic. And just... My, 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 I, I think I need to watch it as soon as we finish these podcasts tonight, guys. Um... What else? I'm just looking at my shelf a little bit. No one picked Iron Man three, the best Christmas movie I've ever. I've on Jordan for that. <laughs> um, I, I'm kidding about that. Uh, it's it's a pretty good one, but and Shane Black movies always have that uh, Christmas um, element to it. Uh, I'm I'm struggling here. I'm struggling here because my aunt, oh, I don't know why I'm struggling. Says Muppet Christmas Carol. No one said that really. Oh, yes. we have Michael Caine as the best Michael Ebenezer Payne. Scrooge. Gonzo and Rizzo Amen. as the narrator. I love it. Uh, that is the best version of Christmas Carol ever. And fun fact yep. about this, uh, yep. we're dropping fun facts about our movies and stuff. Uh, we don't have the original one on Disney Plus or if you buy the Blu-ray. Like, they took out a few songs here and there just to keep, keep the flow going. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know if anyone's really fighting for those moments, but uh, they've taken out, like, a song or two or made, made a few things shorter. And, I mean, come on. Like, so good. So good. Uh, I, I guess, yeah, I'll stop it there. I, I'll, I'll show some restraint and I'll pass it to Jordan from there. I, I picked my two. There you go. Uh, you know, I got to throw this one out there. You threw the Santa Claus, but I'm going to match it with another Tim Allen, Christmas with the Cranks. With the cr- yeah, nice, yeah. <laughs> very much enjoy Christmas with the Cranks. Katie and I love watching that one every year. Um, it kind of slipped into to my world around the same time that we started dating. Uh, back in late 2013, early 2014. Um, and so very much, very much enjoyed that one. Um, but no one said this one, and I'm actually really disappointed. No one said A Christmas Story. That is my all-time favorite Christmas movie. Because it's on, it's on the 24-hour loop on Christmas Eve and Christmas. loop. Overrated. Stop it. It's not overrated. 100%. Get that out of here. No, this is my podcast. Age of Ultron. I'm taking the, the reins here. It's my favorite. Get that I, out of here. I thought of another one uh, after you finish your list, Jordan. I have oh, another no. one after you finish no, your no. list. No, you, no. You said overrated. You're done. I'm putting the mute on you. No, no, no. So, right. anyways, I think A Christmas Story was a lot of fun. Um, it It's something that, for me at least, it was something we always watched. Um, My dad would throw the 24 hours on. And so, what's funny is my mom would talk about how she would go take like a Christmas nap and it just happened to be like either she missed one showing of, of it or maybe two, depending on how long her nap was or whatever that year. And she would pick up sometimes where it was like it ends at one spot where maybe they put their tongue on the flagpole or the dogs all run in and steal the, the turkey or 
uh, or, or ultrasounds. Yeah, or maybe it's the leg lamp or something like that. I mean, how do you how do you not say that the leg lamp alone? Like, golly, that's it's iconic. And so you go in and you have these. And my mom would be like, I fell asleep when he got the leg lamp, and I'd wake up right after he plugs it in, um, or or things like that. And so uh, we had it always on. It was in the background. I love that movie. Um, and so I have a part of my, my Christmas collection. Um, and so super, super excited to just kind of sit down and watch those. You said you had an honorable mention. You get one. Is it worth it? Um, I I think it is, uh, because it doesn't, it's not talked about a lot and I get it's more raunchy, but, um, it is a Harold and Kumar Christmas, uh, the end of the trilogy (laughs) there. Uh, uh, I, I remember watching this last Christmas, um, when I was putting stuff away and kind of like reorganizing my life. I mean, you got NPH there. Yep. Yes, it's gross, and there's like some terrible stereotype stuff in there. But like, they always—I mean, without that movie, I don't know if we would have Cal Penn or John Chow uh, as actors right now. Like, yeah, those movies are stupid and silly, and like it's road trippy, and like, but it gets them back together after so many years. Uh, I think it was a Brovember movie one year, and just the cameos alone, and them saving Christmas with Santa and getting back together. Mm-hmm. And I think it was like one of the. It was a big 3D event too, even though it was so silly. But um, it's, it's another silly one I, I enjoy here and there. It just—I don't think it gets enough play. There's a few other like darker, raunchier comedy Christmas movies, and I, I agree they don't necessarily have to be that. But I, I think that one like hits like just right the sweet sweet spot. Like, oh hey, here's a few dirty jokes here, but like there's some heart. Like these guys, like yeah, yeah, we still went through some gross stuff, but these guys are lovable dorks. You love them. You wasted an honorable mention on that. Oh my goodness! Yeah, on a Harold and Kumar movie. I'll be honest. I think you should have wasted it on our next topic. Is Die Hard really a Christmas movie? And I'm just gonna let anybody go for this. I'm not even gonna dictate with cards. I want to know: Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Absolutely. Uh, that's that's a yes. That's a, that's a yes, Jordan. <laughs> what about you, Micah? It's an affirmative, Ghost Rider. What's that? Yeah, Micah. Is what, Die what about you? What do you think? A Christmas movie. Yeah. Okay, so think, we're all in good company. I had I had a professor. Also, oh, go ahead. Also, I was going to say to you before you you went to the next question. I um, just thought about this, but do you guys remember the Albie Home for Christmas with Jonathan Taylor Thomas in it? Oh, of course, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a Disney movie. Like, I like it because I wasn't a huge Jonathan Taylor Thomas fan, but like, it's like he gets his butt kicked that entire movie just in order to get home so he can get his dad's Porsche. So, <laughs> it's one of my favorite movies. Serves you right, JTT. Yeah. So but, back, yeah, I just thought about that as we talked. But yes, back to Die Hard. I think that is a Christmas movie. Yeah. I, had, I had this professor in college. Uh, shout out to Matt McKee. He uh, he always said that it's not Christmas unless he sees Hans Gruber fall off the Nakatomi Tower. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. And then I actually saw someone. I, I think it was last year um, on Facebook. They created an advent where it was a countdown clock and it was Hans Gruber at the top of the Nakatomi Plaza and then every day you moved him down a slot and it was the advent coming down. I've seen I've seen I've seen the advent set before too. Yeah, it's and great. I think, I think that's fantastic. Um has the um I saw I saw on TikTok the other day uh someone was there you know they're currently arguing about this on TikTok right now and someone showed that they have the uh 30th anniversary like uh blu-ray box set and it's literally the design of it is literally a christmas sweater <laughs> yeah so it's a christmas movie like Absolutely. the creators know it's a christmas movie so it's a christmas movie like what the heck absolutely it is 
Well, I think so. even two takes place during Christmas and Die Harder. I think they did everything the same, but now at an airport, if I'm not mistaken. Well, I know that uh, A Good Day to Die Hard, I think, was a Valentine's movie. Like, they chose it to be on uh, holidays and things like that. So, I love it. I think it's great. Um, but, yeah, I, I love that. Uh, so, what – we're going to stick with, with media and stuff. What is your favorite Christmas song? And so – I just want to know, you know, what is what does Christmas music sound like to you guys for your Christmas playlists? Hey, we should all okay. answer at the same time because Jordan's holding up his flashcard. Stop it. Stop it. I chose okay. a color. I chose a color. So this this is this is something I actually really, really, really geek out on is Christmas music. Um so not to brag, actually no, I'm I'm gonna brag. Um I'm meaning to brag intentionally, but my I have a Christmas playlist on Spotify that I've been building for years. Like I started it almost like eight years ago. Yeah, no, I started it eight years ago and I just build on it every year. More Christmas music. I, um, I listen to, and, um, I would, I don't think it's too, too far to say that it's the best Christmas playlist of all time, but, um, you're not biased or anything. No, but, 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 but seriously, it's got like, it's got, everything on it it's got all all the good it's got like the classics michael buble mariah carey you know bing crosby um but it's got all the good metalcore christmas songs on it because abr kills it christmas music um it's got covers of different songs it's, it's like literally it's got everything um anyways so my favorite christmas song of all time is um is uh christmas time is here from the uh from the Peanuts Christmas movie, from the Charlie Brown Christmas, um, Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, it's just, um, I have very, um, I have a very like distinct memory from when I was a, um, young child of that song and Christmas lights all being, it's not, it's, it's not like a specific memory, but I just have a very distinct feeling and memory of that song being combined with like Christmas lights in my house growing up and stuff. And so, um, yeah, that song just hits me in the Christmas feels. Um, but my honorable mentions for Christmas songs would be, um, um, would be the, um, and I, not everyone's going to know who this is. That's okay. I'm used to it with music, but the, um, the version of O Come, O Come Emmanuel by for today. That's a, that's a Christian metalcore band. Um, and they have an O Come, O Come Emmanuel that just, just, rips it's oh it's so dang good um and it's classic for today um r.i.p i wish they were still together um uh, greatest metalcore band of all time um and then other stuff is um uh what christmas means to me my um by hansen do you guys know that yes no <laughs> that's okay um and then i'm gonna go off screen here because i have it up on my spotify on my phone and also, I really like um, the Christmas song, but the, the specific version by um, the the saxophone player, um, Dexter Gordon, Christmas song. And also, if you're not into it, um, you need to uh, get on this this uh, bandwagon. Uh, sad pop punk Christmas um, songs are really good. Like, um, there's a song called Mistletoes for Quitters by Forever the Sickest Kids. There's a song called December oh, by Nick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But it's, it's called Mistletoes for Quitters. It's really awesome. 
Um, there's a song called December by a pop punk band called Neck Deep. That's just really sad. Um, and um, yeah. Um, so those are some of my um, favorite Christmas songs. I could go on and on about Christmas songs because I love Christmas music. But I will not um, <laughs> talk your guys' ears off about it. So that, that's it for me. Um, so before I go too far. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, yeah, those are great. I didn't even think about for today. I haven't heard of them since like 2014. <laughs> it's been a while. No, like, yeah, they, they, they broke up like uh, five years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I had a couple of their records back in the day. Um, oh, yeah. So two of my favorite all-time Christmas songs are Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas and Oh Holy Night. Um, mm. And then back in 2013, I had to, or I didn't have to, I wanted to uh, be a part of a recording project um, with Leo Flores. Shout out to Leo and Megan Flores, two of my favorite worship leaders. Um, we did a Christmas EP back then. And I got to play drums on it. And so it was just a really cool project. We did like Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. We did um, White Christmas. And then Leo did like a really cool like techno pop version of Last Christmas. Um, and then O Come, O Come Emmanuel. And then O Come Let Us Adore Him. Like it was just a five song EP. So it was one of my favorite projects recording wise that I played on and got to be a part of producing. So yeah. So those are some of my favorite songs, but like if I had to name two of my all-time favorite Christmas songs, they'd be Oh Holy Night and Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. And Back to Home Alone, that's one of my favorite scenes when he's in the church and that choir singing Oh Holy Night. I think it's just really cool. So uh, it was one of my early introductions to that song. So yeah, love music too. That's one of my, my things. Will. I know, I know. I just, I'm, I'm struggling here. I mean, I was just jamming. I don't know if you saw me dancing Root over here. Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. It, uh, Frosty one, the Snowman. Something's in there. Uh, why do I gotta get all the silly ones, guys? Like, bank, rank, I will say Rankin Bass had the best cinematic universe of all time. All right, <laughs> kidding. Um, no, I'm not, I'm not kidding. But they, they got it done first. You, you, you realize Rudolph and Frosty's Christmas in July like brought it all together, right? Um. While talking about that, uh, the Misfit song right there, like I am not about a Misfit, da 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 da. I mean, that just when I hear that, I I think of Christmas because uh, I'm a Misfit uh, in this group. <laughs> I'm kids of I'm kidding. Uh, I also like uh, Instincts. Merry Christmas and Happy. Oh my gosh, yeah, no, that's that's a really good one. Yeah. We need to play that more, and then we need to be like Kylo Ren, and we need to let the past die. We need to let All I Want for Christmas be buried in the ground. I am sick of that song. I'm. I, I, there is a good mix of like the background music with that, with that new rock uh, rap verse. Uh, I like that, but uh, I, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. There, there's um, a, well, there's a, uh, a pop punk jet version of that by a band called Issues. That might that save it might, for me. That yeah. might save it for me. And then I will say 12 Days of Christmas is probably my last one since the rule is three. Okay, which version though? Just just the song, or is there a specific version? Because I have specific versions that I like a lot. I will say the, the nostalgia brain in me. I, I had a, a Disney Christmas sing along version uh, where all the Disney characters are singing it, like and Google's okay. like five golden rings. Like I, I know, like if I if I listen to it now, I, I, it's not going to hold up. 
so I'm not going to watch it. But I just remember I, I'd be helping my mom getting Christmas stuff ready. Uh, we even had like the little. You guys have these things? Uh, they were like Disney ornaments, but it was like little houses, and all the Disney characters would come out and sing the the carols and stuff for a little bit. And, and you could turn no, it that sounds dope. Oh, I found it online, and I'm like, oh, it's still. <laughs> It still holds so, up. Okay, that so, but, so up. no, uh, no Reliant K, Twelve Days yep. of Christmas, because that can't, that one's fully can't goaded. Can't, can't say. Oh I've my heard gosh, that. you need to listen to the Reliant K version because it's awesome. All right, and then let's give it to the host of the most. Absolutely. Yeah, this is what the most is. I think that you know I'm gonna I'm gonna give three albums. I'm not gonna give songs, um, because I think the album is what got me. Um, so Punk Goes Christmas. Which where you yep. said that uh, that one song version, um, I'm pretty sure that's from issues. On yep, that album. Yep, it's on there. Yep, um, absolutely. I love that the whole album just for a non-Christian bunch of groups and all that. Like like they're not professing Christianity and all that. They crushed Christmas. Yeah. I was like, oh. There's a there's a song on that album by Real Friends that's really good. Yeah. Um. I, mm-hmm. And honestly, I'm not even gonna give a third. I'm just gonna give a second. Um. Toby Mac. Uh, with his Light of Christmas album, I love that one. Uh, there was a year that we went to, I think it was the Indianapolis Zoo for Christmas to do the Christmas lights, and the dolphins yeah. had uh, the Light of Christmas, um, and I think that's what the the song was. I can't remember if that was. I'm actually looking over it this year. Uh, no, mm, yeah, Light of Christmas. Um, the Dolphins did this like show to that song, and I thought it was really cool that oh, like, cool. the Toby Mac song was in a secular spot. Um, and I thought that was really really cool. Um, but Bring on the Holidays is the the leading um song on that album, and oh, I just love the dun 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 dun. Like it just kind of gives like that like it really gets me excited, and then the whistling, and I was like, ah, oh, that just it it makes me really excited. Um, so as we kind will notice. You didn't pick. You didn't have the question. What is your favorite Rankin Bass character? So I'll just take it from there. It's Yukon Cornelius. Sorry, Jordan. <laughs> no, that was great. Um, you know, as, as we are closing out 2021, it's been an amazing year. It started Nerd Talk, um, where we started to get us together. It's been a lot of fun getting uh, as many episodes out as we have. I believe this is episode number 39. Um, and so Purpose Road too. It's it's been a lot of fun. We've been doing yep. a lot of different things. Um, our group has started to get a lot more consistency. Uh-huh. Um, things are changing. Things are just going absolutely crazy. And so, uh, with that, what are you excited for with next year? What are you most excited to see uh, coming up? What are you looking forward to personally? Um, with a nerd talk, maybe it's in uh, in nerd culture. What are you most excited to see? Um, I think one of the things I'm excited to see when it comes to, uh, like movies and shows and stuff is, uh, I, I kind of want to see how, uh, how Disney plus goes further. Um, cause and I, I know I'm more of a DC person. Um, so that kind of feels weird, but like the stuff that Disney that Disney plus has been, you know, coming out with has been, it's gotten me really intrigued. Uh, like I don't, the, the um, the, uh, Obi-Wan stuff comes out next year, right? Yeah. Supposed to. Yeah. yeah. Supposed to. So that, um, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not as big of a star Wars fan as other people on our, in our, on our podcast. 
but I still I still do love it. And I think um like as much as I loved Mandalorian and everything, um that didn't really get me excited as excited, even though I loved watching it. Um but Obi-Wan is actually one of the characters I really am invested in in Star in Star Wars universe. So like seeing how that what that's gonna look like is gonna be <laughs> I love you, Will. <laughs> I was right? gonna say the same thing. <laughs> our, listeners, our listeners can't see that, but yes. I, yeah. Uh, Will was yeah, showing yeah, but, a Book of Boba Fett uh, poster. So that yeah. Because we do a lot of visual right. stuff. We we get to see each other, um, but you guys don't get to see us yet until we move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so um, and then all the other stuff that some of the Marvel stuff that um, they plan, uh, Disney Plus plans on doing. Um, so, um, yeah. So here's a personal thing I'm excited for the next, about for the next year. Um, and... Um, most of us on this podcast are Christians. Um, so if that's not your thing, it's cool. We still want you to listen. Um, so I'm, I understand if you, you shrug this off, that's, that's whatever. Um, but the, uh, my church has been, um, like nomadic for our whole church history. Now I've only been going to my church for a year. Um, but we've always had, always had temporary spaces. Um, and we're about to, um, get started on building a new building. Like oh, actually awesome. build a new building that's going to come uh, within this next year, um, and uh, that gets me real stoked because I love my church and I know my church has been there for like almost ten years now, um, or over ten years actually, and um, not, not, like I said, I've I've only been there for a uh, little bit over a year, um, but I can like I already can tell like how much of an impact in our community that my church has been. For, for the years that we've been a church and we finally have our own space that we can base our impact in the community out of is such a big blessing. And I'm excited to see what God does with our church um, as we continue to grow and work our way to that. So um, yeah, that's something I'm really excited to see. So shout out to Covenant. I love you guys. If any of you guys are listening to this, I love you. And um, I can't wait to see what God does with us this year. That's awesome. Uh, for me, uh, I mean, 2022, I mean, we're going to blink it. It's going to be here and we'll be r- rocking out more podcasts. I mean, I, I mean, I still want to be here. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, I, I mean, most of it's going to be a lot on the nerdy side. And then I'll touch on one personal thing because uh, I've always struggled with it. So it's always on the list. Uh, so you think about it. I'd bank on it and keep doing it. Um, but I want, I want more, uh, more cosplays in my future. Uh, I, I mean, this year was kind of iffy if there's, if cons were even going to be a thing. So I didn't want to blow too much money on a lot of, uh, cosplays. And now I got a partner in crime in that. So I want us to be like, wicked cute with those. Um, I mean, movie wise, I mean, we talked about it on DC fandom. I mean, Batman and it's going to be my Brovember movie next year. Flash. I want those to be good. Uh, yeah. Book of Boba Fett. Uh, yeah, granted, we're getting at the end of the year, but like the bulk of the series is going to be kicking off the year. Uh, I, I just want it to be a good year for Star Wars. And uh, I guess more personally, I just want to keep getting those gains, getting a little bit more fit. Uh, Cause I just, I went on a downward spiral my birthday weekend on sweets and uh, stuff. That's okay um, though. It's your birthday, man. You gotta, you gotta treat yourself. I know, I know, but uh, dude, I about threw up at kickboxing after not doing it for two weeks. So uh, I was like, oh, uh, we could have treated ourselves a little bit better. Uh, I know. Uh, and just besides that, I just want everyone to 
I know these past couple of years have been very divisive and very, Mm. I'm not going to touch on all the topics. It just seems like um, there's everybody's picking out everyone's differences. I just want everybody to, I mean, it seemed like not that long ago uh, we were able to like have healthy conversations and dialogues, whether it be about nerd culture or just like politics and religion, whatever. And now it's, if you, it's, it's almost as Obi-Wan said, only Sith steal in absolutes. And if, if you even like give a little bit of empathy towards someone one way, it's, uh, it's like, Oh, you allow that. And I'll, I'll get off my soapbox there with that, but I just want people to be happier, like things, or at least have healthy dialogues and be friendlier to people. So what you're telling me is someone needs to come in and put in the rule of two. So that way we get rid of all these people dealing with absolutes. That's that's not if, if if the rule of two is in play. I uh, I think there's a lot. There's too many people. For that to is, be in effect, come in to 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 take everybody out real quick. <laughs> so I love how you're throwing your card. Over Absolutely, because I want you uh, to know it's <laughs> your turn. Well, <laughs> I'll win you over with these cards. It's like a yet. boomerang. We you scared Will off with with the. Um, I couldn't agree more with what Will said. Um, when you sent us our questions for this episode, I, I looked back on it and I just were so rough for so many reasons. And it wasn't just because of a pandemic. It was just personally, career-wise, um, went through some trans of my own and I lost my mom in July. Um, so it was just, it's just been a rough couple of years. And so what I wrote on my notes was just healthy healthiness uh healthy you know whether it's healthy relationships or healthy um living just everything everybody to be healthy and happy like going into 2022 and and beyond so as far as the nerd stuff um so much so much stuff um i'm excited about doing this i love doing this every week um just writing music for you and thinking about ideas and dreaming and praying and just kind of visioning what we want to do and talk about and cover. I'm super excited about what we're going to do next year. I mean, we're just only beginning. I like, was going to say, we're, we're only scratching the surface here. Yeah, we're only scratching the surface. So, like, as far as stuff that I'm looking forward to nerd-wise, like, I cannot wait for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Like, I've been jonesing for that movie for ever. Um, and then... Like what Chick was saying, like there's just so much stuff that they're getting ready to drop on Disney, and so I'm I'm a huge Star Wars fan, and I'm excited to see Boba Fett. I'm so excited to see Obi Wan. Um, which we've even talked about the <laughs> the nine, but like <laughs> if it's anything like the Mandalorian, it's going to be incredible, right? Oh, so absolutely. like, um. So I'm excited about Star Wars stuff because it's been a bit since we've had Star Wars anything other than Mandalorian. So that and just doing this podcast. We have so much that we can do. Like, Jordan, you and I have, like, scheduled episodes, and I think it'll take us into 2027 or... (laughs) Yeah, we basically have this decade as many episodes we've got planned out. We, uh... So, yeah, I enjoy it, and hope that we just have our health and happiness as we move forward and that we can just move beyond some of the this, this stuff like COVID and politics and, and just love each other for crying out loud. Just love each other. Yeah. I, uh, 
as as we move into 2022 um I'm just really really excited uh you know th- this group of guys they know who I am they know my past uh they they know a lot of what I've had to go through over this past year and a half two years um from struggling to get ordained um to leaving a church in Ohio to uh, coming to Oklahoma and, and leaving family and things like that. Um, and we, we've started to really set some roots down um, out here. And, and we started this podcast, and it's been a lot of fun. Um, but I think what I'm really, really excited about is uh, at the end of January, I'm getting ordained. Um, I have my official ceremony. Um, I, I'm an ordained minister by Oklahoma standard. They've already said, hey, you're ordained. Like, we, we acknowledge it. Um, but I get the actual full ceremony. Um, and I get to have a lot of fun with that. I'm excited to see where my job is going to take me. Um, they, I had a conversation uh, just today with my pastor um, that that really just it, it affirmed yet again and again and again. He he continually does this um, that I'm supposed to be where I where I am. Um, that God has placed me here. It's been a lot of fun uh, to kind of start seeing uh, the things that I do. Um, nerd wise, man, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, from like like you were saying, Micah, uh, with Doctor Strange, um, and then uh, there's I mean there, there's just so much content from what Disney Plus is going to be pushing out to HBO Max for all of our DC fans. They're, they've got a bunch of stuff coming out. Um, Young Justice is still airing episodes. Um, super super excited about that. It's just everything is kind of just fitting really really well together, and I love the direction that that we're able to live in we get to live in a world where there's all these shows and like we get to talk about it every week um and i'm excited that we're on tiktok and that we're on instagram and facebook and we're we're getting this following um and that we're starting to really grow uh because this never started to or this was never this dream to hey we're gonna grow this was just a i needed an outlet um for my pain um to to get me away from what happened uh, at a church where I left, um, and I struggled with that. And this has become something that I am passionate about. I love hanging out with you guys every week, um, filming episodes. And as we film multiple episodes, um, and get kind of ahead of things in case there's ever weeks that I'm not able to do stuff like it's, it's just been a lot of fun. Um, and it's, it's built this community and we're really, really excited to see, uh, how we continue to grow and move forward. So, well, guys, thank you so much for, for spending this episode with me here on Christmas day. I'm so, so excited uh, to see how our year is wrapping up. But, guys, uh, thank you again for, for joining me. And to all of our listeners, Merry Christmas. Um, we hope Merry Chrysler. We, uh, Happy Candle Nights. <laughs> we hope that you guys have had a lot of fun with us, just kind of sharing uh, what some of our favorites are um, and where we're, we're excited and where we come from. Um, but just remember that even though there's all of these fun things, that today – is really about the birth of Christ. Um, there is mm-hmm. a real reason that we celebrate this holiday, and that is to celebrate our Savior's birth. Um, so with that, guys, make sure you like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Get involved. Uh, plug in. We would love to, to get you more involved. And if you have any questions or prompts that you want to do with us, um, you can email us at nerdtalkwithjordanhalstead at gmail.com. Um, We would love to get you involved in things like that. So with that, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.